Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Berhantu with me, Hafiz Rahman. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, before we even start, I would like to wish all our Muslim listeners Selamat Hari Raya Aidil Adha. Um, yeah, so please, uh, I urge you all uh, to to stay at home because you are being urged and you have to control your urges because the urging is very, very urgent. Anyways, that's another topic altogether. But today, we want to talk about students abroad. Now, I have been very fortunate to be friends with uh, people who have studied abroad. <laughs> so today, in particular, I would like to share with you three short stories about students who have experienced supernatural. Now, incidentally, I have grouped them together because this all happened in Mesir, in Egypt. Okay. Now, you probably would know what I'm talking about. It's, yes, students who are studying um, at Al-Azhar University, the pinnacle of the Muslim education. You know, that is like our Cambridge. That is like our Harvard, okay? <laughs> so anyways, um, I would like to share with you stories about uh, three students who have experienced something um, rather creepy and scary. I, I would say scary. Yeah. This one is scary. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't deny that. Um, <clears throat> I am not going to use their real names, of course. I'm just going to use that term, Hamba Allah, um, Allah servant. Um, why do I feel like this podcast suddenly jadi macam for a perdana, eh? Okay, anyway, so whatever. So, the first story. Okay, now. <coughs> so, this story is about a Singaporean girl. Okay, so this is a Singaporean girl who went to Al-Azhar to study. Um, it's so unfortunate because people are jealous, right? Like I told you guys earlier, when I say that Al-Azhar is like the pinnacle of the Muslim Ukrawi education for the Malay Muslim community, I'm not kidding you because really people get jealous over um, over people's um, offsprings who go to Mesir, who go to Egypt to study at Al-Azhar University. Now, it's so much so that unfortunately, um, so this girl was actually... They say here she was being used. Um, I mean, someone used black magic on her. It's quite fucked up, lah. You know, but that's that's a Malay community. What can you say, right? Um, yeah. So this thing is still prevalent. I think this happened about five six years ago, uh, when one of my friends. So basically, the one who told me this story is actually her friend who tried to treat her and was and was uh kena kacau juga. Okay. So this there's this girl who uh, was from Singapore pergi Mesir nak belajar and uh, she um kena hantar barang someone sent uh, something to her because they were jealous and it's not anyone else okay it's relatives her it's not even like friends or or or, or her haters okay it's it's her own flesh and blood, her relatives. I think one of the relatives was very jealous that she went to Al-Hazar, so dia hantar barang. Kesian kan, macam sial orang ni. Anyways, so she sent uh, barang. Um, so this 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 gene was, um, basically manifested itself in her body. Uh, it started off with um, her not being able to recite her prayers and all that. So she, okay, the, the thing with this thing is bila dia dah masuk dalam baran kau, kan? Um, you have to you have to imagine that your body is like a vessel. So the moment bila baran kau dah berlobang, okay, when I say berlobang, it means there is a passageway for these spirits to enter. Your body becomes very susceptible to future uh, possessions, which is what happened to my mother. 
because she was uh, possessed when she was in her teens so it was easier for her to get possessed again because the baranda dah kena dah, dah, dah kosong lah macam dah kena dah, dah, dah berlubang basically to, to for lack of a better term so this girl um and and it's true when I, when when you get possessed dia orang akan kunci mulut kau means they will um direct translation is they will lock your mouth so that you're unable to recite your prayers which is also what happened to my mother um so anyway so this girl Apparently, there's a lot of episodes whereby she would much um because she will like she know that this thing is haunting her, because she says that she will get like weird dreams and then she will feel like presence inside her dormitory. No, okay, it's not a dorm. They all lived in, uh, an apartment. Okay, but you know how the uh Mercer houses or like the Arab houses like they really build and stack the houses. So like one 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 floor can be like sorry, one house can be like five, six stories, you know, because they just keep on stacking rooms after rooms after rooms after rooms. So um yeah, so one of the rooms uh, was was being occupied by my friend who was the one who shared with me the story and this girl, alright? So okay, fast forward. She knows that the kena sampo, the 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 uh the tahu yang kena kacau and and someone sent her something. So she always try to do rukia, and as I mentioned earlier on, uh, there was this incident whereby people baca rukia and then they start to cry, and it's not like cry like you know with just tears falling down. No, it's really like the whimpering kind of cry. You know, it to the point where sometimes they can scream and shout and then they can cry as if like really like they they lose control of their body because that's just the thing. So. Uh, my friend said that this has happened three or four times, so she was quite used to it by the third and fourth time. She said, um, "I knew that she was trying to self heal, and that's why she was reciting this rukia by herself." So she didn't do anything, okay? Um, so my friend decided to um, help her one day because, um, not by choice, but because okay. So basically, there's three girls. So it's my friend, another girl, and this girl that was being possessed, okay? So the girl was baca rukia. So there was this one line that she wanted to baca, but she cannot bring herself to baca. So she she pulled my friend hand and then she pointed to the ayat. So she asked my friend, uh, to repeat it again and again. So my friend started to repeat and repeat and repeat the same ayat. You know, um, at this point of time, my friend was afraid because okay, the thing with helping someone when they are possessed is you are more likely to get possessed yourself if the thing is unhappy with you. Uh, when my mom was possessed, um, my uncle who was treating her said, uh, "Jangan berhenti berzikir. You know, don't don't stop, don't stop praying because if you don't, this thing uh, might go into your body. You know." Um, and I was terrified then when when it happened. So when when my friend told me the story, it made perfect sense as to why you should always um, baca and berzikir when you are around someone who's possessed because you never know when your body can be the vessel for these spirits to enter. Okay, so it's just like a tip for you guys lah. <laughs> Anyways, so my friend started to baca, baca the ayat. So there's this particular ayat. I I'm not sure which ayat is it, but it's dalam surah yang yang dia baca rukia tu kan. Ah, uh, one of the surahs line there was this one line, and then she kept on baca and baca and baca because the girl actually held her by the hand and pointed, and so she started to baca, and that's when the girl. Okay, so the girl knows when this thing takes over the body. So when this thing takes over the body, she is unable to recite anything, right? Basically, ah, uh, mulut dia kena kunci kan. So this thing just looked at her using 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 this girl's body lah. Look look at my friend, and just smile and said, "Engkau pun nak jadi tukang ubat," which directly means you also want to be a healer. And then she laughed. 
So my friend is like, oh, shit, shit, shit. Okay, this is not happening. This is not happening. Uh, so my friend just but Wudu, my friend just didn't look at, at at her friend that was being possessed. She just looked down and she just continued praying and praying and praying and praying and praying and praying and praying. And that is when she felt. She said, I nearly got possessed because I could feel it. Okay, I want all of you to stretch out your right hand. Okay, now I want you to put the number five. All right, show the number five as if you're about to wave on someone. Now, I want you to put down your middle finger in front. Okay, middle finger in front. So, this is what happened. My friend said, Aku rasa benda ni macam nak menundukkan aku. Like, trying to like, submit me. You know, trying to make me submit. This thing was pushing my middle finger down, 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 down to the point where I could feel my urat tightening up. Because, because like, really like, this thing is like, trying to mess with her, you know. So she said, oh my god, shit, I'm going about to get possessed, I'm about to get possessed. So she tried to fight it, you know, she tried to, try, uh, she tried to fight it. So when she fight, fought it, right, the, she managed to bring her uh, middle finger up again. And then again, the rasa, someone pulling her finger down, 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 down. And she said, to the point where macam, aku rasa macam my whole arm is frozen because this thing is taking taking charge on my body. So my friend said, "Kita apa? Uh, baca, 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 baca." So she started doing reciting the whole rukia. So after that, okay, after that, nothing happened. The girl suddenly, macam, um, macam woke up from 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 her stupor, and then she said, uh, "Okay, I think, I think there are there are takde lagi." But you know these things, right? Whenever they say that takde lagi, it's actually a lie, and that these things still linger around. Now that very night. Okay, so my friend ni, my friend dah tolong kan, and this thing dah cakap dengan dia, engkau pun nak jadi tukang obat, that you also want to become a healer, so ini, ini is this spirit or this gene already don't like my friend. Okay, okay, so try to make life hell for her now, because they're all living in the same, because they're all living in the same um house, right? That night, my friend was asleep. So my friend likes to sleep on her right. And when she sleeps, she likes to put her legs together. And she likes to put her hands together, you know. So I want you to imagine it as if someone is being tied up. Okay, so someone is tied, tied up. But that, that's just like... So she just goes to the right and sleeps in a fetal position. Where both of her hands are together and both of her legs are together. Okay. She said, I don't remember what time it was. But suddenly, I felt... As if my hands and my legs are being tied. Aku tiba-tiba rasa macam tangan aku dengan aku punya kaki kena ikat. So when she felt that, that sensation of her hands and her kaki kena ikat, she immediately woke up. When she woke up, she said, I wanted to baca, um, I wanted to baca surah, um, oh my god, I can't, I can't remember what surah she wanted to sing. Uh, she wanted to sing, but she wanted to baca surah apa eh? I forgot what surah was it, but she said um, that this thing did the same thing that uh, happened to her friend, which is the kunci mulut kawan aku. Okay, so what happened was my friend wanted to baca surah, and then she just went Allah, like literally she went at that like Allah, Allah, so like she basically couldn't even mouth the words. So she started to baca, uh, she started to baca in, uh, in her heart, you know. So bear in mind, eh, right now where she's struggling, you know, she's struggling to baca the ayat and she baca dalam hati, dalam hati dia. Ayatul kursi, okay. So when she uh, baca dalam hati, okay, 
This is the scary part. She heard someone laugh. But the punya laughing is not macam laughing biasa tau. Laughing dia is like taunting her. Macam, macam mengejek. And she said, nobody in in the room heard it, but I heard it because the laugh was just beside my ears. And the laughter of this jin is like this, eh, guys. Ha, 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 ha. Like that, over and over and over again. So, you just imagine. So, my friend said, I didn't know what happened after that. I just, macam, continue baca, baca, baca until I could open my, um, like, I, I could move my hands. You know, but she said the best part is that when this whole thing is happening, mataku is wide open. You know, like how sometimes you 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 feel like you're in you're in a dream or whatever, right? But this time she said, I'm lucid. My eyes are wide open. I'm not even half asleep. She said that, you know. So that was very freaky lah for her because she said that I was I was present during the whole thing and and how she said I macam like nearly got possessed, and it was the scariest thing that ever happened to me. Um, which which is quite kesian lah because if you think about it, budak-budak ni semua pergi keluar negeri, you know, and then belajar dekat negara, apa tu, negara orang lain, jauh, without family. The only people that they have is just themselves and their friends, you know. And then, orang hantar barang and then when these things happen, you really have no one to go to. So, really quite sedih lah, quite sedih. So, it's very cold-hearted for people to do that to someone else. Anyway, so I want to share with you uh, the second story. The second story is rather short, but it's quite creepy. Now, when my friend um, went to uh, Mesir, a lot of people told her that wherever you go, okay, don't stare at a place for too long. I do not know why they said that. Um, okay, first of all, she said I had a culture shock when I went to Mesir because obviously uh, it's a different country. And she said, dekat Mesir is like the first time aku dengar uh, techno Arab. So apparently they they will party the whole night through, you know, like people of Egypt, and they said that they have their own version of techno. So, but it's techno, tapi Arab. It's not even like Arabic beats. No, it's like really techno, like pumping music, but with like Arab Arabic words. So she said that was that was actually that was actually a culture shock for me. But the bigger culture shock was the fact that someone told me. Do not look at anything for too long. So, you know how the place is very historical, right? Like, even the churches, it's like an orthodox church and all that. So, they said that the reason why they don't encourage people to stare at something for too long is because, number one, they want to offend. And number two, um, there's a lot of cases whereby students are macam benda ni ikut balik. So, these things will follow you back home. Uh, because you stare at this place for too long. Um, yeah, so, it's, she said it's, it's quite a, it's quite a weird, um, it's quite a weird experience for me, but, um, she said I, I was very stressed studying there because the kind of, the, the kind of education is that, like, if you fail one subject, you have to retake the whole entire year. So, you die, die, you have to pass all your modules and all your subjects because there's no room for you to fail. Because if you fail one subject, it means you fail the whole entire course and you have to repeat that entire year. So, that, that, that's how the, the system goes over there. So, I was, she said I was very pressured when, when, when I was there. Anyways, this story happened to one of her um, classmates, okay? So, she... So, this this girl was... This was during winter. So, you know, in Egypt, when it's winter, it gets really cold and all that. And I think the room, or rather the house or the apartment that this girl was staying in, the heater wasn't, um, wasn't working that well. So, this girl loved to just... 
uh, lie down on the sofa, okay, and then study, study her notes from the phone, lah, you know, so she was playing her phone, she said, it was during winter time, and it was during malam, you know, I have closed the windows um, because I do not want the cold air to come in, but still, dekat dalam rumah tu, it's still very cold, so it's 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 a bit warmer in the living room because of the lights, okay, because there's, there's like an orange light and it's very, um, it's, it's quite warming, lah. so she loves to just lie down on the couch, um and then take off her hand uh, take out her handphone and start reading the notes from her handphone um she said that after she showered she went out of the room to lie down and then she was all snuggled up with a blanket and all that and then she took out her handphone and she started reading her notes and that's when after that her her betul her um roommate actually came came to, came to her you know out of a sudden she came to her and then sat at the foot of the bed you know, uh, they sat at the... So, basically, it's just the two of them living in that apartment. So, sat at the front of the bed. Tapi, the uh, punya kawan dia macam tak apa-apa, tak, tak, tak cakap apa-apa lah. Just macam duduk aja, you know. And then, she also didn't think any anything because she said, oh, maybe the reason why she's squeezing with me is because it's it's actually uh, very cold and she just wants to get the warmth of, of my body lah, you know. So, basically, she was sitting on top of her kaki. Okay, on, on on top of kaki, and she said I didn't mind because she's not that heavy, anyways. So halfway when she was um um, macam tengah baca the notes, she received a, a text from her roommate saying, "Kau dah balik rumah? Aku masih on the way balik." And then she froze. Because she's like, then who the fuck is sitting on my leg right now on the same couch? And when she's reading this text, okay guys, when she's reading this text, she could still feel this thing sitting on her legs and not moving eh. And it's still there. So basically her, her whole entire peripheral is being covered by her phone, right? But behind the phone, she can still see the silhouette of this thing in the shape and in the form of her friend. Subhanallah. Okay. Um. Uh. So, she just pretended to just continue reading the notes. Okay. Continue reading the notes. Continue reading the notes. Continue reading the notes. Continue reading the notes. But dalam hati. Dia baca lah. Dia baca apa ayat yang dia tahu. Dia baca, 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 baca. And then suddenly, she just felt her leg macam became lighter. So means that thing just didn't like stop sitting on her leg anymore. And then after that, she got so scared. She actually went out of the apartment and waited for her friend in the cold, in the cold winter. Oh my god, that story is freaky. Sir. Can you imagine? Like, there's only two of you in the house, and then after that, you see your friend sitting on the couch, and then suddenly, that's actually, and then she actually is not back home yet, and she's actually asking you. Oh my god, I wouldn't know what I was going. I will, I will do, sir. Across the confa, aku macam boleh mati, mati sejuk, sir. Ah yeah. Okay, okay. So, anyways, now this is the third story. Okay. 
Uh, so the first story is about that girl was possessed. Okay, I've gone through that. Aku macam tengah buat mental checklist because I do not want to miss any stories or any details. And the second is this one. Uh, this one. Okay, so the third one. Okay, the third one. Now, the third one is during exam season. So this happened to a guy. Okay, this happened to a guy friend of mine. Uh, dia belajar di Al-Azhar. Okay, now he's back in Singapore. Dia one of the Asatizas um, in one of the masjids lah. I won't mention who lah. Um, <clears throat> so anyways, he uh, was studying for his exams, okay um, Now, the thing is, when it is jin, uh, when it is a jin Islam It is very, it's a grey line between between being scared and macam-macam like being feeling safe Because diorang pun hamba Allah Islam, you know But you can't help but feel scared And that's what my friend said, you know, I I am the kind of person, aku, walaupun aku tahu that jin is jin Islam, aku tetap takut. Because it's something that's unknown, what? That's something that's foreign to me, what, you know? Regardless of whether we still pray to the same God or whatever, you know? But the fact of the matter is, I'm still scared. So he said there's two occasions whereby he was alone in his, in his room and dia tengah baca, okay? So so he has uh, re- recitations uh, to do, okay? So he is a very kinesthetic learner. So he cannot just uh, look at it and then baca dalam hati. No, he needs to baca it out loud. So he has a habit of baca his surah out loud, you know? So he was, dia tengah baca-baca kan? Dia tengah baca. He said one night when aku tengah baca, aku dengar ada orang baca dengan aku lah siya. He said I heard someone else voice. Behind me, eh, it's as if this 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 person or this being is standing behind me. Eh, blue room aku ni is standing behind me and the baca dengan aku juga. And like you would think like, oh, okay lah, ini jenis Islam lah, okay, you won't possess me, won't won't mean any harm. But can you imagine like you are in your room alone in a foreign country and then you hear this? So he actually turned, you know, dia macam dia macam dia macam he turned and then he looked and he said, there's no one in the room, so it was just me alone. Okay, tak apa. Tak apa eh. Okay. So, he said that the voice was macam dia punya bacaan tu lebih sedap daripada bacaan dia. So, he said that the recitation of the Quran was much uh, was much better than his, you know. Um, but, okay. So, he continued again, okay. So, he continued again, okay. He continued again. So, he said it didn't happen again. But after five minutes, I could hear someone macam mendengus dalam bilik aku. Astaghfirullahaladzim. Mendengus is like you will hear something like this. Like that. So he thought it was a neighbor, you know. Because, okay, because um, they live... So he said his his house is very close to the house in front. So it's just like a street away. But the street is like very, very, very thin. It's like a, almost like just an alleyway. So from my window, you can actually see the person at the other window. So he actually turned to the side to 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 take a look because he said... There's been many occasions where I'm working and I, I could hear someone um, singing or someone or, uh, screaming or, or, or talking, but it's actually the neighbor beside. And you know how Arabs are? They, they're very loud, right? very boisterous, right? So whenever they talk, like, like, you know, like it's quite loud. So to the point where sometimes my friend have to close the window because it gets too loud, you know? So he looked outside the window and and bear in mind, eh, the window is not locked. Okay, so the window is open. And then the next door is gelap. The next room is gelap. But he said, As I'm looking at it, I can still hear the mendengus dalam bilik aku. So he said, okay, this is the most creepy part. So he actually turned. When he turned, he thought the thing would go away, right? No, ah. He said, the mendengus is still there. So I stood up. 
and aku beranikan diri. I made myself a brave. Um, I stood up and I walked around the room just to figure out who is this thing or who is this person that is mendengus dalam bilik aku. And then he stopped halfway in his room because he said, I realised that the noise was coming from under the bed. <laughs> so, dia cakap, Astaghfirullahalazim. Dia ambil buku dia, dia ambil kitab dia, dia buka pintu, dia keluar, dia duduk dekat hall. And he said, he thought that his friends are in, in the same house, but apparently he was alone. Like, the friend actually went out to the university um, to to do some, some like, whatever, to borrow whatever book. He said, whatever lah. He said, I don't remember. But I remember I was alone in the room. And then he said, when, when I went out of the room, I closed the door behind me because he said, I do not want this thing to open the door and then like accompany me in the living room. But yeah, he said that I couldn't focus. Now, after that, I said, I do not know why I even bothered to open my kitab and study after that because I couldn't focus. Um, the, the whole thing just threw me off balance. So the whole night, he just uh, waited until his friends came back home. When the friends came back home, he said that night, he slept in the friend's room. And the friend, I think the friend, he said, I think my friend knew what was happening. But he didn't tell me. He said, ah, tak apa, tidur je dalam bilik aku. It's okay, you know. And he was a Malaysian guy lah. So, in that in that house, it's like, there's two Singaporeans and there's one Malaysian. So, yeah, he 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 slept with this Malaysian guy in the room. And after that, when they went back to Singapore, years later, he said, actually, this is what happened. And after that, the friend buka cerita. The friend pun cakap, yes, it happened to me. Aku pun, and, and, and he said, this gene is very specific because he would only baca a specific, a specific surah. Aku lupa, was it surah Akaf or whatever. Um, but yeah, so he said, there's this line in this surah or like two, three lines where and whenever I baca, I can hear this thing baca ngaji belakang aku. <sighs> stress, though, stressed. Anyways, yeah lah. So, these are the stories that I have of students who are studying in Mersey. I hope you guys are entertained by this story. And please, um, don't be jealous of one another. Please lah, don't lah. Don't sound like magic lah. Wallah, I don't know, understand these people lah. Serious lah. Penyakit siya. So mean, right? And then like, can you imagine like, you send it to someone, habis terkena orang lain. Like, fucked up, right? Anyways, yeah, that's all I have. Um, I hope to see you guys again in another episode of Berhantu. Thank you so much for listening uh, to Berhantu with me, Hafiz Rahman. And have a great Adil Adha ahead.